We are live. Good morning, everybody. It's your favorite drunk driver in the whole wide world. Hang on one second. I want to pop up the chat over here on Rumble so, so we can inter interminact communicate with the uh the rumble folks and, uh, oh, all right we're off to a good start we got the usuals in here uh shall i call you guys the uh the deplorables the crypto deplorables <laughs> I, I refer to myself as the unwashed this <laughs> The unwashed. We are the unwashed majority. How are you, Patrick? Fine. How about yourself? Oh, brother, I'm doing great. It's been a busy morning, but that's yeah, that's life. Uh, now, Patrick is broadcast. Which you did? You get a haircut? You look very nice. Proper, no, I, no, no. It was, but. But Saturday was bath day, and I take one whether I need it or not. Whether so. you need it or not. Well, you look good, Patrick. I feel good. I feel you good. Should. I mean, you got good coloring. Very, just very. Maybe it's a black shirt really thinned you out. It could be. It's one of my favorites, by the way. <laughs> Let's see if I can get it in here. What's it? I smell hippies. Yeah. <laughs> Your Ronald, kill me. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. I the patron saint. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. great. All right, everyone, welcome to the show. It's Wednesday, which is my super busy day. We got the regular show, which luckily Patrick carved out a half hour while he's up in the undisclosed area of the country. Because if they knew he was there, they'd probably arrest him. <laughs> Again. And, yeah, undisclosed. He's in a... Uh, Blue area. I think that area is blue, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the one light bulb. <laughs> you and your wife are like, hey. Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much it. But what I love the most is that even though you're in a blue area, you will proudly wear that shirt outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beg somebody to say something to you. Yeah, and I have I have a handful of my um, 12th Warrior shirts that have infidel references to them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm an oh. equal opportunity abuser. Yes. The beating shall continue until morale improves. <laughs> it's either the beating or the drinking. It depends. Well, you know. Yeah. Whichever. The drinking right, is appropriate um, down in, in Florida. That's where it's oh, absolutely. it's been chilly here in Florida. Hit a a chilly sixty two degrees last night. That's horrid. Oh, I had a, a 
hoodie with earmuffs. It was, oh, it was crazy. Yeah. You could barely get in to the hot tub. It was that cold. Somebody had to break the ice on top. Yeah. <laughs> like I was at, like I was ice fishing in the hot tub. All right. Um, welcome, everyone, to the show. Uh, today, like I said, it's Wednesday. It's my busy day. We got Patrick for about a half hour. Then uh, I'm going to do the rest of the morning show. Then at 11 o'clock Central Time, Patrick and I will be back on, but only on the private server at Calix 360. Uh, Cyber stuff. All right, cyber uh, stuff. And we will be talking strictly about Bitcoin security, uh, crypto security, and what it what you need to know about what's going on security-wise in the crypto world. Patrick, eat, breathe, and it's cybersecurity. And and then on um, on Friday, yes, we have Calix three hundred and sixty. But anybody who's in the cyber stuff is going to be invited to this. Yep. Um, just so you can see what it's like, um, you get a yep. free free ticket in. So, what you want to do? You want to click the link under here or go to our website and join the um, the Calix 360. We'll get you everything from Calix Solutions. If you're worried about like cybersecurity, not just for like cryptos and stuff like that, Patrick looks at other threats and watches for like other digital things that could creep into cryptos he's always got his radar on so click the link and let me see right there there we go okay so today the headline is insiders are testing and tracking exchanges for buying pressure. They are getting ready for the ETFs. Okay, Patrick. Don't know if you know, but you're about to know, so get ready to know what you're about. I have a gap. Now, this was the simplest contact I ever got in my life. I called BlackRock, and I randomly chose a woman's name out of their list of public employees. Called her, told her who I was, and said, can I ask a few questions? 
She's like, yeah, shoot. About an hour later, I'm making her laugh. She's joking. She's loving. She, we're, we're talking. Now, I got an in on Blackheart. Right? Basically, what happened on Monday is this. It had about three reasons to happen. Number one, they wanted to show potential investors that they're onboarding, wink, wink, right now. Look at the amount of growth that will happen just off of the announcement of an ETF. And when it got leaked that the BlackRock ETF was approved and when friggin' Bitcoin went to the sky, that was part of it. Second of all, there are several blockchain tracking companies out there. They're using it to track where the volumes were at. Like on on ramps, were people buying through Coinbase? Were people buying through Kraken? Where were the on ramps? And number three was they uh, they wanted to test their internal triggers on their software linked with the blockchain not linked with like exchange listed prices they their software tracks the blockchain and that's how they're getting their data so what happened on monday was literally an all-out black rock and others testing rollout for their equipment. It, this is this is what I hear from people people I know now. There Good was thought. yeah, there was also on Friday, last Friday, um, uh, there was a decision that the SEC won't challenge an August court decision favoring Grayscale's spot ETF. Um, and that had some impact as well. Um, so that, I mean, that kind of cues up a decision that says the spot ETF from Grayscale is going to go live from BlackRock, from Franklin Templeton. I mean, there's a number of others. So. And, and the SEC isn't challenging it. Nope. And the, the SEC has actually been working with each of these to guide them on their papers, guide them on what they should have in their paper. So basically, it's the teacher giving you the answers to the test 
write and, it like this. And and you know, if if the SEC had been regulating and monitoring FTX and this the wheels didn't come off that wagon, they probably would have a spot ETF too. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. But with that, with uh EX now F EX was to slam freaking Bitcoin's price. That gal admitted. Carolyn Ellison came out and said that. Yeah. That, that they were holding she, down the price. Yep. On purpose. They were using hundreds of millions of dollars to suppress the price of Bitcoin. That right there shows you, folks. FTX was was a an organization that was allowed to run right, for specific reasons. You don't think Gary Gensler knew about FTX when that gal's mom and dad? worked at MIT and it was actually Gary Gensler's boss. Her dad was Gensler's boss. Yep. Yeah. And 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 Gensler had, had a number of meetings with SBF at the SEC. It was on his calendar. Yeah. So he swings by the SEC a few times. You know, hey, hey Gary, how's it going, buddy? By the way, I just dropped forty million dollars in the coffers of the DNC over the past year. Yeah, yeah, no, dropped um, the the DNC passed around the plate, and I made sure my little check was in the offering plate. You know, it's it's and. It has been corrupt since it started. FTX, if you've watched any of the trial, just as corrupt as it could be. They had, what was it? They had 40, 47, 47 subsidiary companies under FTX and uh, Almeida or whatever. Alameda, Alameda Research. Yeah. All these people involved were like, oh, we didn't know nothing about nothing. And what's crazy? Right. So Sam uh, Sam's other partner, the Asian guy, who also got immunity for testifying against him. Was this the engineer or was this the finance guy? I want to say this was the, the engineer. He's looking at 75 years still. Right. Uh, I think it's that good. Well, part of his deal. Now, tell me if this set, if you've 
ever heard anything like this. Part of his deal was immune immunity from future charges and immunity from anything he might say on the uh, stand that is not true. Yeah, I, I I vaguely recall having heard something like that in the not too distant past. I believe it was Hunter Biden's package deal that was similar to that. Yeah. No. Same so, DOJ attorney writing that crap. So the DOJ's like, look, we um we know you're gonna have to lie on the stand. So we're gonna give you immunity for any lying on the stand. Does that make sense? No, it, license to perjure. No. It, exactly. They're giving him a license to perjure and lie on the stand. That's like when Obama, when President Obama uh, removed the restriction for U.S. government propaganda. Wait, so now you can propagandize us? Yes. That's that's lying to us. Well, not according to our lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> It's they're literally telling you, we're going to continue to lie to you over and over again. But we've waived the laws that would make or let you be able to prosecute us. It's like the drug companies. Hey, um, why don't you make us some vaccines? And if anything goes wrong, you guys cannot be sued. Forget about it. So we could basically give you horse piss in a bottle. And, you know, damage the shit out of everyone who takes it. And we cannot be sued. Right. Sign us up. No wonder they got it out so damn quickly. They just grabbed something off the shelf and went, all right, jack the price up 100%. Ship this crap out. It's... Yeah. Yeah. Patrick, are we all just screwed? Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Well, thank you at least for the pregnant pause that you had. That really wasn't pregnant. Oh, oh yeah, we're screwed. Yeah. Just grab the ankles. No. Yeah. 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 When when you have when they take when they take the governors off and and Obama makes sure that the government can now run propaganda on us, and they have continued to do that. Um, I mean, 
it's nothing short of the Joseph Goebbels School of Political Communications. Yeah, um, oh, absolutely. And and CISA, um, which is the um, Computer Intelligence Service, for all intents and purposes, um, they're the folks that are doing a lot of the screening um, for government agencies to identify where comments are coming from um, and what sh should be addressed, et cetera. Um, that, that, is, that is an outgrowth of the Obama administration and um, politicized and weaponized to the nth degree. That's the key. And, yeah. and yeah, and, and they were, um, they were issued um, um, a decision that said that they can no longer use CISA, and this is the Biden administration, in order to um, regulate and control uh, commentary that's coming through that is viewed as being a threat to the U.S. government. Oh, it's, Whether or not that, that happens remains to be right. seen. See, the thing about laws is that someone has to enforce them. And when the laws are written against the people who enforce the law, not much yeah. getting done there. No. And what's, what's so crazy... Did you see Ted Cruz like go after that FBI guy? Again? Again? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. He's Ted Cruz is like a very religious guy. Supposedly. I mean, I don't know his heart, but he projects as a very religious. You would have thought he he was about to come out of his seat and just start whooping the hell out of that FBI guy. Because he's, he's, this FBI guy's like, well, the reason we haven't released these documents is for the safety of the informant. And Ted Cruz is like, the informant is the emails from the president. Like, it's, it's, the documents are the president, you know, uh, Sleepy Joe, admitting to the crime and explaining the crime and how to do it. Well, yes, we have to protect the uh, the safety and security. Ted's like, Ted's like, so. You guys go after Trump with some made-up Russian shit that someone from Australia, you know, hand, handed to you on a fucking napkin. And that's all out. Full press go after Trump. But you have an email from an unregistered email address that we now know is Joe Biden writing the emails, admitting and describing how to transfer millions of dollars 
to his son and his accounts. And you guys are looking up and whistling like you're walking through the park. Nothing to see here, folks. And he's like, this is why the American people don't trust you. And then the other gal who they were asking, uh, were there any FBI agents on January 6th? Were there any FBI agents pushing and encouraging uh, violence and violent actions? Oh, well, I can't answer that question, sir. It's, um, I can't answer that question. No, no, I don't think you understand. This is, this is us up here. We supervise you. I'm not asking if you think you should answer the question. I'm asking because I'm telling you to answer the question. I cannot answer that, sir. This is why, mark my words, folks, Patrick, this is what I want. And if it's all right with you, I'd like to keep you a little bit longer uh, than how I know you got things. I can go a little bit longer. I have a on on the at the top of the hour. I have another call. Okay. Uh, is is this this is why I honestly believe, and my guys up in Washington are backing me up on this. The the Republicans are shutting down everything. The fucking Democrats already have a save Israel bill, but what's inside of it? Oh yeah, funding. Oh yeah, or um, it's Ukraine. Yeah, for Ukraine. Yeah. So we're handing out money to everybody, and they're trying to lean on the Republicans. And um, I, 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 I think it was Jim Jordan. Is that his name? Uh, Jim Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 said it straightforward. He goes, Ukraine has lost its popularity with the public, so the Democrats needed. A new emergency. And everyone knows what he's talking about. Israel. It's, it's well, we couldn't get the people behind Ukraine. Let's get them behind Israel. So then all of a sudden, and it's released this week that Netanyahu had the military stand down during the invasion last week that he gave a stand-down order during the invasion. Yeah. Two hours prior, two hours afterwards. 
anybody who thinks that the Mossad didn't have their ear to the floor on this one and know what was coming is is delusional. I mean, there's there's no intelligence network like the Mossad has. Um, and they had to have known that something was coming. This thing allegedly had been in the works for three years. Um, the head of the, um, the Iranian security that got whacked from the drone about 18 months ago, mm. uh, a U.S. hit, he was supposed to be the mastermind behind this thing. So it had been in the works for quite some time. Yeah. Um, and And to believe that they didn't know this was coming is ridiculous. Absolutely. It's in anyone who knows anything about the Mossad. These people don't play. No, but no, the, the, the Mossad makes the CIA look like the clown car, the clown car. Yeah. These people are, they will do anything. Like I told you, there's a, um, there's an example on the internet where one of the Mossad agents, well, I actually think it was two of them, had, had, had gotten onto a yacht of a rich guy and in front of him and his wife, they skinned and dismembered their daughter in front of the parents on the boat and threw it threw the pieces over the side to get the sharks excited. Because they wanted information out of the old man. That is, that's, I mean, how do you do that? They obviously hire, hire psychopaths because there's, I don't care what someone would pay me or what they would have against me to blackmail me. I couldn't physically do that. No. I would be sick. I would. It's there's no way I could do that. It would take a psychologically warped, warped and gone individual to do that. It's. It just shows you that. This is all about saving the corrupt Western governmental and globalist system. It's that's it. They they know Trump's that big of a threat. They know that they know Russia knows. They know China knows. Now I'm not saying Russia and China have halos above their heads. I mean, what are you seeing, Patrick? It, it's well. <laughs> there's 
I, I, I'm getting a bunch of mixed messages, but um, um, I, I think that this is this is all pointing to some seriously bad stuff. Um, the guys in the white hats need to show up soon, because from, from what I'm reading, it's not good. It's there's a lot of bad taking place on, on from a variety of different political fronts. Um, Are you thinking this leads to a hot World War Three? No, no, I don't think we get there. No, I don't think we get there? No, no. But do you think there's someone pushing for that? Um, I think the Hamas's and the Hezbollahs of the world do. Um. China may actually be moving in that direction, but Russia doesn't win anything from that. No. Russia's not large enough. Um, uh, the UN, um, members of the UN certainly believe that there's something to be gained. Um, and they're siding with Hamas and Hezbollah and all of this. Um, they've yet to uh, condemn what came out of um, the West Bank into Gaza. Um, and, and just short of not throwing them out of the U S, uh, and stop funding them, um, is ineffective in my book in terms of curtailing these activities that are happening from Hamas, from Qatar, from Hezbollah. Um, they don't get rid of these guys. I, I, and I, I've never understood the UN being parked here. There's part of me, uh, I mean, I've heard the story that it's better to have them here in our backyard where we can control them. We can't control these assholes. No. Um, we haven't been able to. We, what we can do is we can foot the bill, which we've always done. And their diplomats can run amok in the United States and do whatever the hell they want um, and, and treat us with disrespect, treat our country with disrespect, treat the concept of democracy with disrespect, because they think the blue helmets are going to are going to reign. They can kiss my ass. Yeah. Um, uh, Alley Cat has a great point here. The U.S. motive would be to suspend the election to preserve power structure. Now, Patrick, you've actually said in the past that you don't know if we have an election next year. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. That's, 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 that's um, the $64,000 question. Is that going to happen? Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you this. If it doesn't happen, there will be chaos. There oh, will yeah. be weapons. There will be weapons in the streets. There will be people marching in the streets. Yes. Uh, and yes. I fear that, that if there's not an election, that there will be an, an, an active elimination. some people oh yeah it's 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 i mean 
if, if you're if you're looking if you're looking to clear out the problem children of the world, that's unfortunately um, a good time to do it. Yeah, it's it's. Do you think we're closer to a military action? A like not like a proxy, but like a U.S. versus Russia and China action. Then we were in like the Cold War, the Cuban like missile crisis. Um, I, I no, we're not we're not closer in in that regard. There may be something that erupts. Um, where there's a clash at one point and then everybody gets called back and they're told to stand down. Russia's been, Russia's been tweaking the U.S. in terms of flights over international airspace. Um, and I think they, they tend to push the Iraqian, or the Iranian uh, National Re Revolutionary Guard um, in watercraft to harass naval ships. Um, China's been playing chicken with um, with the U.S. military um, over in the Pacific, but I, they don't have the stones to commit an actual act of violence against them. I am um, of the opinion that in both instances, against China and against Russia, the U.S. would pound the crap out of them because the hardware is so much more superior and the training of the guys flying the planes and operating the ships is that much better. That may be so, but do you, do you honestly think that now I'm... I'm going to separate this. Do you think that the current administration is going to go all out America wins? Or would they be willing to lose some Americans and not win? No? No. 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 You're right. No, I, it, there may be, I'm, I'm sure there's, there's a strain of, uh, government employees, um, government management who are of that mindset, um, that are entrenched communists, card carrying members. Um, what was it? The fifth column, I believe. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, fellow travelers uh, as as uh, part of the federal government, um, they exist. I believe that they're also known. Um, and if anything like this happens, there will be arrests. They will be carted off. They will be gone. Yeah. Um, if they affect anything against the American people, um, they will be summarily gone. Um, and if anybody in this administration decides to put a pause on protecting the U.S. public, um, they won't last long. Yeah. 
one way or another, they'll be out or under. <laughs> right. Under the ground. Right. It's, it, there's just so much going on. But uh, I'm going to let you go. All right. Everyone listening right now. If you want to hear more conversation on security with cryptos, our views on security, digital cryptos, who knows where we'll go at 11 o'clock central today. But click the link under here or go to calixsolutions.io. And join the Calix Solutions 360 uh, group. That that's going to be weekly notifications, weekly AMA. That's good. That's going to be your cover my ass place. It also allows you also get access to um, live chat. Yep. Live chat. Any questions that you have about your your laptops, um, as well as cyber stuff, um, which is yep. Wednesdays at eleven cent or at nine central. So yeah, yeah, you get a whole host of things for that. Uh, the cyber stuff is that. 11 right cyber stuff is it is it 11 correct sorry yep yep okay right. oh my damn it oh, no you had it right i i had it jacked up i didn't have my cheat card with me i got all like paranoid i was like after the six phone calls i still fucked it up no no you you are absolutely correct you are absolutely correct. okay Patrick, have a great day and you too, week. Everybody else up in enemy territory. Everyone wanted to check out the eleven o'clock cyber uh, stuff show, which who knows how long that'll last. Uh, click the link under here for CalixSolutions.io or go to the website. All right, Patrick, love you. I'm going to continue the show here. Love you, Patrick. Love you. Adios. Bye, everybody. Bye. Have a great day. All right. Everyone else watching on YouTube, you're going bye-bye, too. So we are basically going to be on the uh, the rumble channel if you want to join rumble or you can actually bypass all of that and go to my patreon channel or go to my sub stack which right now sub stack has 20 percent off awesome all right youtube you go bye-bye. Everyone else, hold, please.
All right, we're back now. Folks, there's something going on with AI. I want to show you guys something, right? This is, right, now, for those of you who don't know, I am partnering up with a local uh, lawn care guy, and mind you, he's going to run it. I'm, I'm going to get him all set up. Look at this and tell me that that we're not ready to kick some ass. This is a product that I'm getting ready to purchase for the new lawn care company. Watch and learn, my friends. This is how you get rich, and this is how you solve problem. My mower is mowing for me. I don't have to do anything. Hey guys, Zach here from the Motor Lynchburg. Uh, today we are checking out behind me the Wright ZK Autonomous Robotic Mower. Um, so here at Kubota Lynchburg, we know that the mower industry is changing. Um, it's not there yet. It's still almost all gas powered like it is behind me, um, but everybody's been, you know, kind of in that robotic game. So today we're gonna demo this Wright ZK mower. The cool thing about this is it's autonomous. The not so cool thing is the price tag that comes with it, but it is justifiable in the long run if you have the properties that need it. Um, so we're just testing on a small section today. Um, we stocked one, this is our unit behind us that we're testing and running. Uh, but basically an autonomous mower means that you can be off doing other things while the mower's cutting the grass. Um, so we're gonna test that today. Basically what you do is we're gonna make one lap around the edges of the property with this mower. Um, it's going to set the edges of the property. You then hop off the machine, cause it's a stand on, it's a right standard ZK, best stander in the market still. Um, and don't, don't hate me other brands, but um, we're gonna do that one lap. We can hop off of it, push a button on a remote that you guys can see a picture of here. Um, we're gonna push that button on the remote that's gonna say mow and it's gonna mow the rest of the property. It's gonna do back and forth stripes. It's gonna leave that pretty stripe that the right mowers are known to have. Um, and it's gonna do it itself. It has, you know, a whole bunch of different cameras on it to, um, you know, see obstacles and see if like a dog or a kid runs in front of the mower, it can stop all those kind of things. And while it's cutting the grass, the couple acres that need to be cut, um, you can go, you can go weedy. You can hop on another mower and you can go mow the bank that this one couldn't hit or something. Um, you could go collect payment from the property owner. You can do whatever you you need to with it. Um, so that's the whole point of it being autonomous is you're not spending your six hours cutting all those acres of grass where you're standing on it. You can go be twice as efficient by running other equipment, by weed eating, edging, lining, um, being on the phone, making other business calls with it. So that's what we're going to test today. You guys are going to see some, I'm going to talk about some cool features as they come up. 
All right, so I just did my first round on it. So what you do first is you do that outside pass on it. Um, and then basically you can turn off the PTO. You can actually see the mower behind me. It's revving itself up. She hit Matt. What it's going to do is it's now gonna follow the pass that I just made. So it's gonna be very efficient. You can see it's cutting right on the edge of where I hit and it's gonna go and do itself. Um, so my first pass I do around the outside. Now they're still working out the fine details. You have to cut within, you know, you have to kind of leave a 10 foot obstacle range. Um, it's gonna sense things like trees and obstacles and everything on it. What it's doing right now is it's gonna start a striping pattern. So it's gonna sense, it's gonna feel it, and it's gonna come down and it's gonna stripe itself. Um, it's probably gonna run right into us, I hopefully not, but hey, get it right into us. Anyway, it's gonna come on down. It's gonna keep that perfect line. It's gonna be very efficient. It's gonna hit that edge. It's gonna spin itself around and do the next pass. So over there, we've got Bonnie. She's kind of working on the controls on her cell phone and on the control, but all she really had to do is once I step off the platform, I turn off the PTO, I flip it to autonomous mode, um, and then on her control, she's gonna literally just hit the mow button. Um, and we have an app, so I'm gonna basically go through some of the details on the app here. Let me see if I can find it. You're gonna have this app going on the phone. You've got things such as alerts. Let's say it got stuck in a pothole or it saw a kid running across its path. It's gonna stop itself, or if it gets stuck, it's gonna shoot an alert to your cell phone. Um, you have a map, which she'll put up on the screen here and show you guys what the map looks like as well. Um, and so you can see exactly where the mower is and what it's doing at all times. So I can see where it is on the property mowing. You can actually control everything from your cell phone. So if we look here, I don't know if you guys can see or not, you have things like you can resume your job. You can change your obstacle detection. Um, right now, I don't know, it's probably at the four or five mile per hour, but if it's very flat and dry grass, you can run it at turbo speed at eight miles per hour. Um, there's different things you can do. You can see the reports on the machine if there were any, um, and you can basically see that the mowing is in progress. Um, it also has a technical support line, which uh, Greensy has very good customer support and technical support from what I heard. So if you have a question, you want to customize it, you can call them and kind of customize this mower to yourself. Um, so while it's cutting, realistically, if I was a landscaper, I'd be going and getting my weed eating, be going and get my blower, maybe go and get my smaller stand on 36 inch to do the edges of the property real quick. While it's going to do the very time consuming process of cutting out the whole section of grass. Now this is, you know, less than half an acre of grass, but let's say it was four or five acres. It might be running behind me for two or three hours while in that time, I just did everything else. So we'll just kind of sit and watch it do its thing. We're gonna see how it hits the obstacles because in the next rows or so, it's gonna be the trees. Um, and we'll see how it kind of does a path around those. Something else I'll mention that we're learning is it'll actually do a cleanup pass as well. If you want it to come back where it's doing its little turns and corners, you can actually see some divots of grass pushed up. Um, at the end, it'll actually do a cleanup pass, which will let it clean up these little areas of grass. Um, so it'll make it look a little prettier. Um, yeah, there she goes, turn around. All of this, of course, is done by satellite through cell phones and all those kind of cool things. Um, I'm curious how close it'll get. Ah, yep. So it senses that obstacle. It'll go around it. It'll then come back onto its path. 
So it, right now it's about a 10 foot radius. You can actually see it's probably closer to six foot in my opinion right there. Um, they are working on getting that tuned down some. Um, and so you can get closer two, three feet. So it's not as much weed eating or small cleanup work to do on it. But you see these pretty stripes in the grass. Uh, this is the first time we're cutting this season and it has got some good clean striping going on. This is pretty wet grass too, so it's actually handling this slope pretty well in my opinion. Um, it's probably 18, 20 degree slope um, in its steeper areas and it's handling it very well. Again, this is all about time-saving costs. Um, it is very difficult to hire employees right now. It's difficult to find good people who want to work well. Um, and so if you can run this and run your own mower and your own weed eater, you just cut out a whole middleman. You cut out a whole salary. Yes, this machine is going to cost you about $34,000. It's expensive. It's a lot of technology in it. The other thing it's going to cost you is part of its uh, monthly fees. It's about $12,000 a year for the technology, for electronics, um, for all the back-end support on it, which that will get cheaper as time goes. Um, but right now, all right, so your total cost is $45,000 this year. Well, that's what you would have paid an employee to be running that mower for you. It's all going to also going to last you many, many years. It's also going to use a stand on so you can use it as a stand on mower. Um, and realistically, it's a time saver and fuel saver. It's a 40 horsepower EFI engine on there. It's going to save fuel in the long run, too, because it's so efficient. It's cutting right to the edge every single time. You're not wasting a foot of overlap. So. So you guys see my point. You see what I'm looking at for the future, right? Now, here in Florida, around here, there's a ton, a ton of subdivisions and all that, that the, uh, the lawn is actually part of your your HOA. Well, why I've actually partnered with the lawn care guy is so he, so I, I'm initially going to get him one of these units. Then he's going to use, use it. And if it works out, I'll get more. And that way, one employee, one employee will be able to run a large job and wrap it up. And, and that way he'll need less employees. And the business overall will be more profitable. This is how I think. This is how I look at the future of business. So yes, the lawnmower is about 36,000, 12,000 per year for uh, the subscription and software updates and all that. But at the end of the day, long-term, remember I'm a long-term investor, long-term thinker that this will 
actually make our company more profitable. This is how you have to start shifting how you think. Right? This is this is how you utilize efficiency. And this is how I'm seeing it now. With the lawn care company, since I have a software company, I have a crypto company, I have all these options. What I can do is integrate my software into this lawn care company. I can implement cryptos into this lawn care company where people can pay us with Bitcoin. They can pay us with other cryptocurrencies. And this, this is such a growing industry. It's why I'm getting into all of this because I know where this is all going. This lawnmower here right now needs an employee. Well, I've seen future models where you just drop off the lawnmower, you crank it up at a certain corner. Yes, bingo. Should be great for golf courses. Yes. And this way, what what my and his company can do is we can offer a job at a golf course that will cost the golf course less than having a a group of employees doing the lawn where we have a machine that is set up at the course or several and we set it to work every every few days. This is the future of industry, folks. This is what I'm getting involved with. This is what the venture capital fund, right? Because eventually I'm going to bring the venture capital fund in on this lawn care company. And then as it grows and it proves profitability, each area that we launch a club, we will partner with the lawn care place in the area and we we will do it there too. Or we'll just launch or we'll put our lawn care company in that area with an office at the club. I told you guys, I'm not creating a business. I'm creating an empire. This is where you have, remember what I've always said. Wealth is not one business. Wealth is a wheel 
of incomes, a wheel with spokes of income. Now, am I going to be running this company? No. That's why I partner with good, solid, hardworking entrepreneurs. That's what part of the purpose of the club was, to bring in entrepreneurs. Then look at each entrepreneur, get to know them, get to know their work ethic, get to know who they are, and they align with freedom, America, and we start taking the country back by launching better businesses. This is how we make America great again. We make America great again by owning and running the American small businesses or mid-sized businesses and large businesses. And out of all of my businesses, the one with the greatest potential is my software company because my software company can write all the software for my other businesses. And that eliminates a large cost out of my existing businesses and adds value to the software company. It's, it's overlapping wheels of wealth. Okay. Everyone watching right now, I'm telling you now, click the link under here or go to calixsolutions.io and catch Patrick and I in about an hour on Calix 360 and stuff. Then that. Three o'clock, I do woo-woo. And yes, it's Wednesday. So at six o'clock this evening, I'll be doing the three-hour entrepreneur show live from the club. Yes. One, two, three, four. Four shows today. And people ask me, Ben, why does your voice sound so raspy? Hmm. Yes. The woo-woo show, folks, the woo-woo show is crazy. Back. And if you want to see the woo-woo show, it's only on Patreon and Substack. If you want to see the three-hour entrepreneur show and learn how to make money, or it might be about history, or it might be about cryptos, 
it it changes. Join the Patriot. Join the Serb. All the links are under here, folks. It's amazing. It's great. And have a wonderful day. I'll see you guys on Calix private server. Join the Calix private server. www.calixsolutions.io Love you guys. See you in about an hour. Bye-bye.